One of our old friends, Jen, and one of the uh, the newest members of the D4 Girls Coaching Fraternity is uh, Sean Young. Have No, he's no longer there. <laughs> he just hung up. So so what happened? <laughs> I went through a construction zone. This is very on brand for you, Sean, somehow. Well, look at this. It's the second annual, even though the season's kind of like two and a half weeks old for some of the divisions. Uh, girls basketball preview podcast, Justin McIsaac and the legendary Jen Chick Ruth, former were your point guard, shooting guard at Cobra. I can never uh, remember. Point guard. Former yeah. point guard. I was dishing out dimes. That's left and right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they used to call her the. Uh, <laughs> they used to call her the March of Dimes back in the day. Uh, well, I mean, because her game got... was sick, and oh. she, that's probably a bad joke. Yeah. she's always dishing out dimes. But Jen Chick Ruth is always dishing out dimes. Well, hey, when you have a two thousand point scores on your team, I mean, that's that's what you do. You don't get to shoot the ball a lot, right? No, it was a lot of shooting. For I, me, so. I see your jump shot. It's probably the best for everybody. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa shots <laughs> fired! Oh God, not yeah. a good way to start off the podcast. Yeah, it's the second annual though. So this is this is awesome. We got uh, a bunch of girls' games on nhsportspage.com last year, and. Uh, I know with MOSN I'll be doing a bunch, and uh, hopefully we'll get a bunch on NH Sports page as well. So uh, uh, Jen is here, and uh, yeah, D4 started in like November, right? Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Like right after football, (laughs) you know, it was kind of like our calm time for NH Sports page. And then I was looking at the schedule, I'm like... Oh, D4 starts in 10 days, so that's great. Yeah. I'm not prepared with any of the rosters or anything, so here we go, jumping right in. So before we preview everybody, first, let, let me, in the first five minutes, uh, coaches, regardless of division, get your stats to yes, Jen. Please. We want to we highlight the uh, the superstars of all the divisions of girls' basketball. So uh, what's what's the email to send them to, Jen? Chick C-H-I-C-K, 11 at live.com. Chick 11 at live.com. So, yeah. yeah, send your stats in after every – try to do it after every game if you can. And Jen will update the scoring leaders in all the divisions so we can uh, we can highlight uh, who's doing what in uh, NHIAA girls basketball. So Yeah, yeah, it's just to get, you know, the girls some pub pretty much. Um, I know some people have said, you know, why just scoring leaders? That's what coaches, you know – take down yeah. these points these no most coaches aren't doing rebounds and assists yeah. like a few here and there but nobody's nobody's tracking usage rate yeah. for girls high school basketball or and, boys high school basketball for that matter yeah. <laughs> and listen i'm a former point guard so i know you know i wasn't in the paper all the time because i'm dishing out dimes and they don't talk about the dimes <laughs> in the newspaper but i'm just trying to get the pub for the girls basketball i'm not trying to say scoring is you know the most important thing so right yeah, we're just listen. You got to start somewhere, right? And yeah. we're we're a, a skeleton crew, and we're <laughs> yeah. we're doing we're doing everything we can here. Like I'm only around half the time now because all the college yeah. stuff I do, so I'm like half a person. Uh, although I'm fatter than I was last year, so it's like I'm <laughs> twice, but it was two times a half. It means what? It equals one, right? Sure. Whatever. Well, you know, when you're going out all the time and eating fast food, it happens. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. Let's start with Division One as we preview uh, the four divisions. And we'll have Sean Young coming up to talk about gir- uh, girls Division Four. He's the new Messina coach. That'll be a little later on in the pod. But uh, when you when you think Division One, Jen, I think there's one team. That you think of as the uh, as the queens of Division One. Yeah, pretty much. What did I say last year? It's BG's world, and we're all living in it. That's right. We're still living in it. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah, yeah. BG, they're going for I believe three peat this year. 
And the only games they lost last year, if I'm not mistaken, were to prep school teams, right? Uh, they did lose to Bedford in the regular season. That's uh, yes, yes, that's right. But when it comes to playoffs, uh, no one's no one's knocking the Cardinals off, especially the last few years. The Bishop Girton Cardinals. Bishop Girton. No, you no, just, that's that's the boys' side. I know, but you still <laughs> I just you know. So who does who does BG have coming back this season? What what what, what can we expect from the Cardinals? Everybody's coming back. <laughs> That is the short answer. Your worst nightmare. <laughs> um, they do lose senior Caroline Hofter. Uh, she was a forward, uh, so they'll lose some height and some leadership. Um, I actually was watching um, on, I think it was NHFS. Uh, they had a preseason game between BG and, and Bradford Academy, so I was able to kind of watch some of those highlights. So I was kind of get a feel of what, the BG team is this year, but it's pretty much the same as been the last couple of years. It's, you know, press, fast pace. They got a lot of really good guards. Uh, most of them are juniors. Aaron Carney, Hannah Muchmore. Uh, Ava Owens is a really good forward. Uh, Aaliyah Foreman, she's going to be a forward. Um, they're probably their, uh, Owens and Foreman's probably their two tallest um, players. They're probably like Five, I think on the roster, one of them said six feet. You know, that might yeah. be exaggerated, but they definitely play more as guards. Um, but yeah, they play, you know, fast pace. Um, I saw in the scrimmage I was watching this morning, uh, the minute they got the rebound, somebody was three quarters court down the, you know, floor and. That girl was pitching it out to that girl, and they were getting, you know, layups. And that, Just that's, getting buckets. Yeah, that's that's their brand of basketball right there. All right. Well, yeah, so as you said, it's uh, BG's world. We're all living in it. BG, yeah. BG opens up Thursday with Winnicott, and they, they do play a couple of prep teams this year. They play uh, Bishop Fian. Actually, I'm not sure if Bishop Fian's a prep team or just a Massachusetts team, but they're playing on the road, and they also play James uh, Jamesville DeWitt, and I don't know where they are. Uh, and no also and, and Mercy. So yeah. I think they're either Massachusetts teams or prep teams. So either way, they kind of go out of division to uh, to challenge themselves, which is what that, that's you know that's a cool thing to do. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, they they definitely need you know some some higher competition for sure. And you, you go down to Massachusetts, there's, there's plenty of teams. Um, right. Because I mean, if you look at this BG team, um, I screenshotted. Uh, a tweet from BG Girls Basketball. Uh, all those girls are getting recruited like crazy. Um, they have teams from all over yep. coming. Uh, this is from like September. It says, huge thanks to staff set, Bryant, a women's basketball, BU women's basketball, Dartmouth women's basketball, UNH women's <laughs> basketball, SNHU, STA, yep. um, I just Nova, did- Rhode Island. Like, I, I think... If you're from around this area or you're a college coach, you're coming to BG. Yeah, I just did Dartmouth Fairfield uh, for ESPN Plus the other day, and Fairfield had a Bishop girl on the roster. She didn't play, but you know, yeah. it's like you know, D one. You know, that's I, I see a lot. I do a lot of D two, D three college <laughs> games, and there's a lot of you know kids from around here. But I, you know, the D one games, it's that opens your eyes. So, so there you go. But uh, all right, so BG's the measuring stick. They're the Alabama. Of, uh, oh God! Of Division One, Alabama. We want Bama. No. But, so who who's who's chasing Bishop Gurn? I imagine Bedford is going to be good again, even though they have yes. to reload. Uh, Manchester Memorial and uh, and uh, uh, cheap plug on MOSN Friday night. <laughs> we'll have Memorial at Bedford and uh, in girls action, so that'll be a good one. But who else? Uh, so Memorial Bedford. What are what, what's Bedford bringing back? I know they graduated a ton of kids, right? 
Yeah, they did. And uh, I can, I'm losing the names right now, but yeah. um, they had a lot of really good guards. Um, Everybody was good. Yeah, And they and had they, really good chemistry, you could tell, especially like in the interview last they, year. And they defended like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sue, Sue <laughs> Thomas is the coach, right? Is yes. That her, yeah. yeah. She had, the, if you recall, uh, they were in our, I don't know if we're doing our, our power rankings again this year. They <laughs> yeah. got into the power rankings. I was so impressed <laughs> yeah. by them. Yeah, I remember that. So, they, yeah, they do have some uh, people back. They have Lizzie Stevenson, who's a good guard. Uh, Bernard, um, her first name's escaping me right now, but uh, I think I remember last year you called her name a few times in the game. Yeah. She had a few blocks, so. You got to give Jen, by the way, if Jen's not remembering her name, she's the mother of an infant, <laughs> so yeah. uh, your brain is a, yeah. is a complete noodle it's, from until, it's mush. until they're about seven years old. Just get used to that. Yeah, and I'm going to be a little behind <laughs> on the stats. I'm going to do as best as I can, <laughs> but I mean, when you got a teething oh, six-month-old screaming in the background, it's it's tough. Yeah, it gets <laughs> It doesn't get easier, just just so you know. Yeah. Some people will tell you it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so so Bedford's going to be back. They're going to yeah. be Sue, uh, Sue Thomas will have them playing, uh, you know, lights out. And yeah. we'll, I'll see them on Friday, so I'll give and, you a, a uh, first-hand report. They have some height, you know, so that could give Bishop Girton some, some issues. I think they play pretty early this year, BG and Bedford. Let me take a look yeah. at the uh, the schedule. Bedford, yeah, at Bishop Girton on the 21st, so... Yeah. That'll uh, be a big one. Yeah, early I, game. I don't think I have a game that night, so maybe we can check Ooh. that out. Ooh. Oh, oh. You know, I'd love to get that game on video. I'd be there. You know what? Let's. I'm gonna say it right now. Oh yes, We're let's in. go. Book it. We're in. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm B- slamming the table. <laughs> BG Bedford. I'm just looking at my calendar. Uh, I got nothing. Wait, is it in Bedford or BG? It's at BG. BG. I don't, I don't think I've been to BG's gym. I so. don't. I haven't either. Ever. That, wow. Regan's gonna be so mad. <laughs> you, you haven't seen me play there <laughs> yet, McIsaac. Well, you know, wait, yeah. put a banner up. Yeah, hang a banner, <laughs> Regan. We'll come see. <laughs> but yeah, let's book that. I even All have right. to go to Claremont the next morning. I'm still going to do it. Just oh wow, that's commitment right that's, there. That's a marquee matchup. We'll, we'll MOSN it and we'll uh, and we'll uh, NA Sports page it. All but right. uh, now Manchester Memorial, I think, is, is uh, they got to the Final Four last year. They were they graduated some key pieces, but I know Lyric uh, Grumblad is coming back, yep. and they got they got some other kids that are returning as well. And Janessa Brunette will probably yes. be uh, doing the bulk of the scoring, and uh, Janessa Carrier should be stepping up. Tamara Gold, um, I like to call them defensive specialist. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was talking to Greg. Uh, early in the season, when they were uh, they were playing in a Massachusetts uh, preseason league, um, and you know he was giving me a little bit of the laydown of his team, and he was saying Carrier and Gould was uh, you know shutting down some of those BG guards, so he thinks he's gonna he's gonna have a shot. All right, uh, Greg uh, Catro, the uh, the coach of the the, the I almost called him the Warriors, the Manchester <laughs> Memorial. <laughs> I get a little confused myself. Yeah, but, uh, it's a but, lot of mascots. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but he's, yeah, he, uh, by the way, Coach Cattro is coming off of, uh, what did he have, surgery? He had like his appendix oh, out or yeah, something? I saw that on Facebook. Like, I, like a couple yeah. of weeks ago. It wasn't and, that long ago. And he's yeah. right back at it. Yeah, I think it was like the day or two before tryouts. And I, you know, I was looking at the comments and he's like, oh, I'll be good for tryouts. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you are dedicated, sir. Well, it's not like yeah. he's got to run those sprints, yeah. right? Yeah. But he, he's one of our favorites. So yeah. Memorial should be fun. Uh, you know, making the jump up to uh, Division One this year is Portsmouth. Portsmouth. 
And unfortunately for them, Abby Lawrence uh, had some knee surgery, so that's that's, that's a big hit to them. Uh, she's a six-one uh, center who's been really getting big minutes for them since her her freshman year. Yeah, uh, you know, as a good post player, you know, shot blocker, disrupt stuff. So that's a big hit for them. When, when she'll be back, I'm not quite certain, but uh, that, that'll that'll be fun for uh, for Portland to get back in the D1, uh, you know, D1 boys and girls now. So that's that that's a, a cool new twist this season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they fare. I think I saw there was an article in the Fosters this morning um, about Portsmouth, and I think they said they had gone fifty six and four in two seasons of Division Two, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, Tim Hopley doesn't lose a lot of games, no matter no. where he's coaching. Baseball, basketball, no. don't matter. He's a winner. So, yeah, the the story was also was a had a little bit of uh, talking about Lawrence in there. It seems like she's gonna play, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they're going to ease her back into it. Maybe yeah. after the yeah. holiday break, get her get her back. But uh, I, I, if you recall the the game we did a few years ago, yeah, uh, against Merrimack Valley, Portsmouth and MV, I think it was. Yes, uh, it Ariana was. Hebert. She was like yeah. the spark plug in the interview. Yeah, so she's going to be the focus early on. She's yeah. a, she's a fun little player. Yeah, she was uh, the focal point of the interview. But <laughs> was she the girl last year or uh, two years ago uh, when I kind of put the bloopers together, where she was like. Hey, yeah. what are you doing? I don't know what these girls are doing over yeah, here. Or I think like so. That. Yeah, yeah, I think that was her. She, yeah, so yeah, she's funny. She's uh, she seems like a she's short, but I think she's scrappy and yeah, yeah. Oh she, yeah, gets after it. She gets after it. That's for sure. All right, so who else are we looking? Who's maybe a dark horse in uh, Division One? Because I think, like you said, it's BG's world. We're just living in yeah. it. Yeah. Who else are we looking at maybe to make some noise? How about Central? Central. <laughs> Central, yeah. Saw Central last year. They uh, they had a pretty good run, right? Yeah, they did. Um, I, I think they're definitely going to contend for a Final Four spot. Okay. Yeah, they got Destiny Jordan, who's a junior. Emily Greenwood, who's a junior. Uh, Shay Ricks, she's a senior. She, I believe she's going to Endicott to play basketball. So. I think Shay Ricks was, because I saw them at Spalding last year, and I yeah. think Shay Ricks was the one that stood out in that game. I'm going to have to go back and look, but but I think I think she was the one that kind of caught my eye. Yeah, so I think if if I had to pick a who's going to go to Final Four right now, I'd say BG, yeah, and I'd say Pinkerton, I'd say Bedford, and then the last one it's it's a toss up between Memorial and Central for me. So, so it's exactly like the boys' side used to be, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Dave's going to hear this and go, "Oh, he loved he loved his Manchester teams." But uh, before we go on to uh, the next division, what about Exeter? What do you think about them? They, well, they, they're still running the uh, Grinnell stuff with my yeah. uh, with, with my boy, so-called Nikki. Uh, Carly Pierce has emerged as a, as a, a pretty good player, good lacrosse player, too. Uh, but, yeah, they're, I mean, he likes – I think he likes who he's got. Uh, he says uh, – I, I think I read a quote where he said he really likes the chemistry with his team. So, uh, I, I, you know, they – you know that system is kind of hot or cold. So yeah. if you're hitting, you know, if you're hitting shots, you're going to kill teams, and if you're not, you're going to get killed. Yeah. So I, I think th- that system's kind of setting in. It's becoming a culture at Exeter. Yeah. So the, yeah, I, I think he likes his group coming in. So they they could definitely make some noise. Absolutely. Have to check out a Blue Hawks game at yeah. some point. I think if they sneak into the playoffs, and you know, you don't want to play them in the you playoffs. You don't want to play it because they could have that night where they could. Right. Well, when he coached St. Thomas, uh, the boys, and they yeah. beat West the fifteen-two game. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you you do not want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. All right, Division Two. 
Division two. Co- the first team I think of is Co Brown. Co because- Brown Bears. <laughs> just Let's cause, go. Just because of you and, and Jill. So but let's start with Co Brown. I have no idea how Co Brown's going to be. Tell me about Co Brown. <laughs> I know you want to talk about him, so let's yes. get it out of the way. No, we don't have to talk about Co-Brown first. I mean, <laughs> yes, we do. they barely made the playoffs last year. It's your so. podcast, so yes, we do. <laughs> All right, we'll start off with Co-Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so they're pretty young, uh, junior yep. and sophomore led. So I think in a couple of years they're going to be pretty good. But uh, they got a couple good guards. Uh, Val White, um, she actually had my number last year, number really? 11. And then for some reason, she changed to number 10 this year. You know what? Out of respect. I Because she knows that's your number. I, I went up to her after a game because she had hit like three threes or something like that. And I'm like, way to do my number right. So I'm, <laughs> and maybe it was like too much pressure for her. I don't know. She went to number 10. So You got in her head. Yeah. Now, now Mesky Wallace has uh, number 11. So, you know, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, obviously, they lost um, uh, uh, Anna McCusker, right? Yeah. Was that Central Maine now? Yeah. So yeah. That, that's a big loss for that, them. Yeah, that's definitely a big loss. But they got a couple of sophomore forwards who are going to step in. Um, Angel, I don't know her last name. I see. I work with all, well. I've worked with these kids before because my dad coaches them in the off season. So <laughs> I was like struggling <laughs> to find last names because I just call yeah. them. You know, I call them Angel or or like Ma- Angelina Renee. I'm looking at the yeah. the capsule. Yes, that's okay. her. Yeah. So I was doing the stats for them because uh, Joe. Joe Fashon actually sent me his his stats this year because I actually reached out to him. I forgot to last year. (laughs) But I was doing the stats, and I go to Jill. I'm like, who's this Angelina? I don't know. She goes, is that Angel? I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) jeez. Sorry. But, yeah. uh, And and Molly, what's her last name? You got it up? I'm looking. Keep keep, keep going. Molly, yeah. They're both sophomores. They're going to bring some height. Um, So... I think they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good. Well, they won their opener. They beat Pembroke thirty six seventeen. Yeah. Uh, so they're playing uh, as we take we're taping this on a Tuesday. They're playing Oyster River tonight. So yeah. So they uh, you might have to uh, are you doing a game tonight for anybody or are you you're off tonight? I'm right? off tonight. I, I uh, might be a might to, tonight. I don't know. Let's might see. Have to go check that out. I don't know. It depends on Avery. I mean, we got to bring her to a game, but I think we got to get her some headphones because that pep band is loud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, so we've talked about Cobra, and obviously yeah. the uh, number one in your hearts, if not in the standings. <laughs> but uh, who's uh, who's going to make some noise in Division Two this year? I think this is Hanover's year. All right. Yeah, um, they've kind of been building for it the last couple of years. Um, I think, I believe last year they made it to the semifinals, or the year before they made it to the corner finals. So I think it's this year is their year to make that jump to the finals and kind of see what they can do. Um, Maddie McCorkle, who's a sophomore. Um, I've been reading some stuff, and apparently she's in the Player of the Year candidate. As a sophomore. As a sophomore. And, I mean, she's going to be my best friend because she is a Duke lacrosse commit. Blue Devils, let's go. Nobody's perfect, but I guess... <laughs> What's up? Let's be best friends, Maddie. But she's already uh, already a lacrosse commit as a sophomore, too, so that, yeah. that tells me she's a hell of an athlete right yeah. there. So, yeah. And then you got the Swartz sisters, Lois and Diana, and they've had some bad luck with those two. It seems like when one's hurt, is like the whole season, and then the next season, the other uh. sister is hurt. So they're both healthy this year, so um, I think they're going to make some noise. 
All right, and uh, they have, uh, as as I said, we might not get this up till Wednesday, but we're taping this on Tuesday. They play their their rivals, Lebanon, tonight. Lebanon's usually got a strong girls program. Is that the case this year, or what's 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 going on with Lebanon? Absolutely, and it, it's pretty much all based around Rebecca Wright Jr. Uh, I believe she was first team last year, so. Um, yeah, it's it's they're going to be good again. So that that I know we're this is probably going to be tomorrow, but yeah, yeah that's that's going to be a big early season matchup to see where those two teams are at. Okay, who else are we looking at in Division Two? Well, you got to talk about Bishop Brady, right? Yes, absolutely. Bishop Brady, yeah. So we actually, well, you weren't there, but we saw um, this summer play uh, Merrimack Valley. Okay. Um, so they got. Omni Rivera and Kaylee Smith, two guards that are going to lead it. They're kind of they're small, but they're scrappy as heck. Okay. So, yeah, and, and they that, played Merrimack Valley into overtime, and this is like a, you know, like a preseason like fun event, and those girls are going after it. All right. Like, you, the highlights are up on any sports page. You, you got to kind of search for them, but <laughs> but that that was a great game. So yeah, I think Bishop Brady's going to be up there. Uh, you also have to talk about John Stark. Do you, do you remember what happened with John Stark last year, right? What did that? What? No, I don't. What, what happened? With John, I got up at three <laughs> they, this morning. What happened? Yeah, they were a 13 seed last That's year. That's right. Yes, yes, they had that big run. Yes. Yes. Okay, you jogged my memory. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so yeah, they were a 13 seed last year, made to the finals. Yeah. Um, Hollis Brookline. They. I watched some of the highlights uh, this morning, so it was a close game throughout. Well, they just started off with a win over a Kearsarge opening night. So yeah. 30, 39-22. I'm actually going to have a couple of Kearsarge games because doing some stuff for WNTK. So oh, nice. A couple of boys, a couple of girls games here and there. So Yeah. And, of course, Jed, I think you're you're kind of burying the lead on Division Two because you know who's in Division Two this year, don't you? Who? The Spalding Red Raiders. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, oh yes. No. Spalding in Division Two, And, uh, you know, they, they had a rough, you know, they've had a rough go for the last, I don't know how many years, but last year they won five games, which isn't a great total, but they were competitive in a lot of the games they ended up losing. So yeah. I think they're, 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 they're losing a lot of their height, but, you know, they have Katie Raymond's coming back. Um, I think they're going to, I, I think they're going to be okay in division two this year. I think that suits them a little better trying to build that program back up. Yeah. I think division two is where they're supposed to be definitely. Yeah. And I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, I don't know if they're going to be top four, you know, but no, no, I think not, they're going to be middle of the road. Nobody's saying that. I'm just if we could make well, a play, if we could you make, you would if you could. That's true. If we could make the playoffs, <laughs> that would make yeah. me happy. Yeah. By the way, Katie Raymond, you know who, who who Katie Raymond is dating? No. Ari Brakefield. Come on, oh. you don't keep up with the. <laughs> no, I do not keep up with the dating so, scene of Spalding. <laughs> no, Ari's my nephew. Katie, Katie's a great kid. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. So and uh, yeah, well, we can't talk about Division Two without talking about defending champions. I mean, Hollis Brookline. Of course not. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get to it. Yeah, I know. And Hollis Brookline very quietly almost seemed like, you know, dominated Division Two basketball last yeah, year with boys, the boys and girls. Boys and girls got the W, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and both beat like Cinderella runs, too. They kind of, yeah. they were kind of like Darth Vader last year. Yeah, I know, So right? they, they beat Oyster River in the finals of the boys, and they beat John Stark with that great run in the girls tournament. Yeah. And, uh, what I've read, they've had four of their starters back from last year's team, so they should be pretty good. Again, um, they have Elizabeth Atkinson, who was really impressed with her. Um, she's a forward. I believe she's a senior this year. Um, she was blocking shots like crazy. She's got some good inside moves. I was like, "Where? What, this girl's got some ups. Where did she come from? 
she's a Hollis Brookline volleyball player. There I mean, you go. <laughs> I mean, if you know anything about volleyball, they're Hampshire, a volleyball dynasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, they, they, they rock it every single year. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, all right, let's talk a little about Division Three. And Division Three is well into the schedule. They also started uh, in the the last week of November, November thirtieth, for a lot of these teams. And uh, taking a look at what's uh, so far, Interlakes is three and zero. Hopkinton's three and zero. Monadnock's off to a two and zero start. So you got some teams already with some wins under their belt. St. Thomas is uh, two and one. What, what, tell me uh, what to expect out of Division Three. I think White Mountains is every, is, is pretty good every year, uh, also, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Um, I believe Dave Haley said we're going to do a doubleheader. <clears throat> doubleheader uh, when White Mountains plays Littleton. Doubleheader, boys and girls. Oh, there you go. It, so. A little crossover D three D four action. Yeah, and apparently they're rivals. So even though they're not in the same division, so should be should be a good game. Well, when you go that far north, there's no other schools. Yeah, so, so they're just you, all rivals. They're just, they just all hate each other. Yeah, there's no there's nobody else to play. What's White Mountain's gonna be rivals with? Summersworth? No. No. That's, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because White Mountain's in Division three, and it's like. What other town is close other than Berlin? That's it. Yeah, Berlin's the one. <laughs> yeah, so and even like, that's like traveling an, everywhere. Even that, I think, is an hour away yeah. from White Mountains. So. So, uh, sorry, you guys have to travel, but yeah, they they were pretty good last year. I think they were the eight seed. Um, so I expect them to be pretty, pretty good. But as far as the the top seeds, it's kind of all out in the West. It's Conant, Monadnock, and Fall Mountain. Okay, so that's who we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, Conant, defending champs. Hey. I mean, Conant's. I was reading something and someone had said that they were the underdogs last year. I'm like, Conant can never Conant be. Conant is never, never an underdog. underdog. Never, I'm sorry. Boys or girls. Never, <laughs> never, never. Never. Well, they, never. They've already played Fall Mountain once on the fourth, and Fall Mountain got the best of them 53 50, but, you know, close close loss on the road. Yeah. And so that, that so, was a great win for Fall Mountain. So those are the two of the teams to look at. Um, yeah, the Conan Orioles. I still have never been to the Pratt, by the way. Which what? I know. What do you <laughs> want? I've never been to BG's gym, and I've never been yeah. to the Pratt. You know, it's it's. Uh, I've what, been to the Pratt, so. What do you want from me? Yeah. So yeah, Conan's gonna be uh, pretty good. They got some younger players. They got Elizabeth. What's with the name Elizabeth? I was writing things down. I was like, everyone loves the name Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, if you're named Elizabeth, you're gonna be a basketball standout. <laughs> yeah, I guess. apparently. Uh, Elizabeth Gonya. Uh, she's a sophomore. She started last year as a freshman, and I believe uh, she had just moved from Alaska. So she moved from Alaska to New Hampshire, you know, joined the basketball team as a freshman, and then, you know, won a championship. So Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty good, good year. You get more sunlight and you get a title. Yeah. Um, and they're also led by Mariah Chamberlain, who I believe is senior this year. She's a forward. Um, so I expect to see them at new again this year. Um, same with Monadnock, which I'm not sure when Conant plays Monadnock, but yeah, that should be another knockdown drag out. Let yeah. me let me take a look. So Conant yeah. is going. Conant's at Monadnock tonight as we tape this. Oh boy. Yeah. So <laughs> if if only I didn't have a six month old and I could get out. Just there. drag her out there. If you leave now, you'll get there for the five o'clock tip off. Yeah. It's eleven thirty a.m. as we tape this. Actually, yeah. no, it's high noon. Look at that. <laughs> So I believe currently uh, for Monadnock, it, I, I might have to update some stats, but Gwen Simpson with her picture should be at the top of the scoring leaders. Uh, she's a forward this year, senior. Oh, she's got a picture up there? Yeah, she did. All right. That's all one of our uh, gold level members. All right. I'm going to take a look at that just to make sure. Yeah. Just, just to make sure you're not telling me any lies. I'm not telling you lies. Well, I'm gonna... <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> 
I kind of like what you say. Uh, right now it says Mackenzie Burke is the uh, leading oh, scorer. Well, 21 points per game. I did actually update some stuff then. Yeah, see? You did lie to me. Yeah, I did. But, oh. well, she was the couple days ago, so. Uh-huh. But she's she's definitely going to do the bulk of the scoring again this year. So, all right. Anybody else we're looking at as a threat? Maybe a dark horse in Division Three. Who else? Uh, who else do you like? <sighs> well, I like Hoptington. Um, they were runners up last year. I never Hoptington's so weird uh, about basketball. They're like there's never any noise, or they just like quietly go about their. They're always very good, but yep. I don't know if it's just. Maybe because they're in a weird spot in the state, so they don't really get coverage from certain newspapers. I don't, I don't yeah, know. they're almost a little too far for the Concord Monitor, yeah. and then there's nothing else out there. So yeah, so I, not far out enough on I-89 for the Valley News or whatever. Yes, but they're they're always solid. And um, I watched a little bit this morning. I did a lot of uh, rewatching of ba- uh, the finals last year. You're studying the tape. Yeah, studying the tape as quickly as I could as I'm trying to like do <laughs> other stuff. But, yeah, Hoppington was, you know, they were in that game against Kona. They had a shot to win it. Uh, they, I think it was – they were down three with, like, 30 seconds left. Uh, there was a lane violation. So, I mean, it was a close game. All right. So that's uh, what to watch in D- Division Three. All right, Jen, it's time to talk about Division Four, And uh, joining us to talk D4 girls, uh, one of the newest members of the coaching fraternity and one of our, one of our oldest coaching friends, I'd say, Jen. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree, and one of our favorites. Yeah, Sean Young, new Messenic Vikings girls coach is on the line. How you doing, Sean? Very good, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. Yeah, I think Jen and I were both excited to hear uh, you, you got the gig over the uh, over the offseason. Uh, I, I guess, first of all, uh, you know, when, when did you take over, and uh, what do you know about your team right now? Well, uh, I took over the Thursday before uh, tryouts. <laughs> so, Kevin, uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, not like waiting until the last minute, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin uh, Ryan, uh, the former uh, head coach and uh, athletic director here at Messina, he'd been on me since uh, the summertime and just asking me, please, you know, this is a great kid. Do you need to come over? I'm like, nah, Kevin, I'm not, I'm not interested. I, I kind of was struggling with the way, um, the way the high school sports are going right now. Uh, the kids, it's you know, it's evolved, it's really changed in the last ten to fifteen years. The kids be not wanting to be pushed the way that that we were ten, fifteen years ago. So, uh, long story short, what ended up happening was uh, he he calls me up the week before tryouts. He says, "Sean, listen, I still don't have a coach. I'll be willing to be the head coach. However, he uh, his business has really taken off. And he goes, I, I just." I can't make the kind of commitment that these girls deserve. He says, come on down, take a look at our girls. So I went to an, uh, to an open gym that they had, just watched them. And what I was really taken back by was the way the girls all loved being around each other. And there was only uh, 11 of them there, but uh, just the way they interacted, the way they cared for one another. Um, so... That I said to him after watching it, I go, geez, you know, I this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a family type of environment. And uh, the New Ipswich Messenic family has uh, has welcomed me with open arms. It's just, it's amazing. I, uh, the best way to equate it, I feel like I'm a JV coach all over again. The night before our opening night versus Epping, uh, I couldn't sleep the night before. Last time that happened was when I was a JV basketball coach. 
So it's, uh, it's, it's really awesome. As far as knowing all the girls, we're still getting used to being around one another. We've only been around each other for about three and a half weeks. Um, so we are uh, – what's special about this group, unlike any other group I've ever had, uh, outside of uh, the JV slash varsity team I had my first two years at uh, Wilton when I became the varsity coach at Wilton, yep. was this group, they pick up things so fast. Um, I had, uh, you know, if the girls got paid a dollar for every time they've heard me say, you know, I, I, it's, I spent 90 days trying to teach this drill last year to – to my group of kids last year, and they couldn't pick it up in 90 days, and you guys just picked it up in seven minutes. Oh, nice. Um, it's just these girls, they are all in. They are just unbelievable to be around, just awesome. And the way they pick up on things so quickly, we have been able – we're where I was hoping to be on January 1st. We were we were there on December 1st. Uh, yeah, you guys are off to a good start. I mean, uh, 2-0, you beat Epping by 10, you beat uh, Pittsfield – Forty nine thirty was that 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 must have been kind of uh, surreal walking into uh, into Epic where he had so much success as the boys coach as the Messina girls coach that must that must have been uh, kind of a trip right <laughs> it was great and in a uh, little little bit further is uh, Ed Mead is the uh, the girls coach there and Ed's my former assistant coach when we won the state championship oh, wow <laughs> that's that's funny <laughs> so and uh, I was actually the one pushing him. To, to go and take the Epping girls job, I, I said to him, I go, listen, Ed, I don't want to lose you as my assistant. I says, I get the best assistant coach in all of basketball. I get a varsity-level uh, assistant coach slash JV coach. I says, but it's your time. You need to get your foot in the door as a varsity coach. What better place than to turn around the Epping program? And that's what he did. He took a team that I think they won one game the year before he took over the program. Uh, he had them uh, at – I think it was 16-2 and two or 15-3 and three last year. So walking into that gym, knowing those kids, knowing the parents, uh, you know, the, the Epping community is always going to be home for me. Uh, the, way they, the way they accepted and embraced me when I was there, it was just it was, it was unbelievable feeling walking into that gym. So, Sean, I remember uh, when you were the Epping coach, uh, I think we went up to Colebrook, and maybe I saw you at <laughs> Littleton. You, you were just all over the place scouting. So are you doing the same thing again for the girls? And if you are, can you give us the lay of the land of Division Four girls basketball this year? Yeah, I, I've been around already. I've been to – already seen Hinsdale play your defending state champs. I saw them play uh, versus Moultonboro. Uh, in that game, Moultonboro was down some players. Uh, I've already seen Sunapee and Farmington play, um, two very good teams. Uh, Farmington's going to be a top-four team in the division. They have uh, the uh, Martino girl uh, who's going to be – she's a senior this year. She's, uh, she's um, about to become their all-time leading scorer at some point yeah. this season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she is just – she's so smooth, so good. Uh, definitely in the player of the year contention. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the girl's name from Hinsdale, their center. She's a sophomore, 6'2", uh, center that handles the ball. She reminds me, and I, I know I'm kind of making things tough, you know, I'm big shoes to fill, but she reminds me of the Springfield girl from Conant a couple of years ago that's now down at what Bentley, I think, is where she's at now. But she reminds me of her a lot. Um, she's, a, she's, a, she's a one that... It's a six-two body playing the center in a Division Four team. She'd be a starter on any team in the state. I think you're she's talking about uh, Angelina Nardillo. 
That's the one right yeah. there, yes. She Forward, sophomore, phenomenal. yeah. She was first yeah, team she, last year as a freshman. She's phenomenal to watch. And then we have uh, you know, our, our, uh, our buddy Keith Maddie's daughter plays for Mount Royal. Uh, we actually scrimmaged them in the preseason, uh, them in Winnesquam. And, uh, you know, and uh, she is going to be just – she's so fun to watch. She's so good with the ball, so smart. So good, um, good that and, she wasn't listening to her dad then because he doesn't know anything, right? <laughs> I guess so true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. But so, and then we have uh, then the the probably the best team up north is Littleton right now. Um, they are they were the odds-on favorite last year. The consensus was they were the team to beat. Hinsdale upset them uh, in the tournament. They have pretty near everyone back. Um, and then the, the uh, Coach Haskins has a very good Groveton team right now. I've seen the tape on that Groveton Epping game already. Uh, that Groveton team is very good. They're very big and very athletic. They, so they go like 5'9", 5'10", 5'11", 6'0", 5'10". I mean, they're just – and they run this 3-2 zone um, and a 2-2-1 that they back up into uh, the 3-2. They're just – they're long and athletic. Uh, so they're very good. So kind of, I kind of see it as Hinsdale, Littleton. Then you have, uh, you've got Farmington. Um, you've got, uh, let's see. Then you have uh, Farmington. Colebrook was a Final uh, Four team last year, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? How, Col- they graduate yeah, Col- a lot, or Col- they graduated a lot. Um, you know, Woodsville, they they graduated their best player, but they're still in the mix. Um, so. You know, there's, there's, it's a nice. I'll tell you, I'm blown away by the way the girls play. Um, like, the, there's that top group of six or seven right now, with uh, Littleton, Groveton, Hinsdale, Farmington, and Woodsville. Um, I think that we're we're still learning ourselves, so we're still trying to figure out. I mean, we have a big game tomorrow night versus Hinsdale. So I'll have an that idea will be a big one. We, yeah, I'll have an idea where we fit in. I mean, I've got. I've got arguably one of the four or five best players in the division with uh, Shelby Babin. Um, she's averaging 20 a game for me right now. Um, easily, if she made a couple of layups and a couple of free throws, she could have been 35 points in wow. our first two games. Um, so uh, she's, she reminds me a lot of the Martineau girl, and she's only a junior. Um, so um, to go along, so you have Martineau, Maddie, um, uh, Davenport from Groveton. She's a really nice player, fun player to watch. Littleton has a really nice player, and then uh, obviously the Hinsdale girl. All right, I, I got one more question for you, Coach, before we uh, let you go. Obviously, coaching Coach Boys most of uh, most of your high school career. Now you're coaching the girls team. What's the biggest difference, uh, you know, coaching the boys versus coaching the girls? The game is a lot slower, so for me, it's a lot easier. Um, so you're you're able to you're able to kind of you're able to make a little bit easier adjustments but the biggest thing between boys and girls i found is two things number one the more importantly they listen so much better than the <laughs> we <guy>. do <laughs> it's unbelievable uh but the second thing is the girls like they're so mechanical and and i don't want to use the word robotic but one of the big things, if you watch the upper echelon players, those, those five or six girls that really separate themselves, they're, they, they play, they're not mechanical or not robotic. 
where if you teach them, all right, catch the ball, square up, do this step, do this, they will do exactly exactly how you demonstrate it, exactly how you do it. So one of the things that my, I try to do with our girls is I try to get them out of that being robotic. Don't, don't think, make the move, uh, and, you know, and, and just get that roboticness out of them. Um, but the, the amount of listening and following what you do, it's like nothing I've ever seen. I, I keep going back. I keep saying it. It's, it reminds me a lot of when I coached JV. Well, um, boys, boys think they, they know were... everything, Sean. As 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 the parent of a, a teenage boy and a teenage girl, I can tell you, boys already know everything, and girls were like, "Oh, okay, I can figure this out if you tell me." Yeah, so yeah, it's so true, Justin. You know, as a guy that has two sons and a daughter, it's so true. I mean, it's just and it, it like in the the and I'll tell you the other thing, man. Are these girls? They are intense and they are ferocious. I mean, it's like. The way the intensity that they play with, um, if you know, it's just I never have to try to push them to get them to play hard. I never get you know, and I even watch it going to Epping, going to Farmington. We scrimmage Conval in the preseason with how physical they are. It's just you know, it, it's it that is the those are the three biggest pieces to me uh, what separates the boys from the girls. Where guys are a lot of the way the game, the boys' game has gone is a lot more finesse. A lot more. Uh, they've gotten away from that physicality where the girls, they still bring it physicality-wise. Excellent. All right, well, uh, Coach, uh, you've got a big one with Hinsdale uh, and Conquer Christian coming up. Uh, I think that's uh, the 17th, so that will be next week. But, yeah, best of luck this season. We'll, be, uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on you guys. Well, thank you very much for having me, guys, and I wish you guys a happy Christmas to you and your families, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. All right, so that just about wraps it up for the second annual Girls Preview Podcast. Sorry, it's a couple of weeks into the season for some of you guys, but uh, you started in November. What do you want from us? We're, 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 we're here. We're, here we're we are. Now. Yeah, we're here now. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, by all means, uh, all the coaches, if you're listening, please, please, please send the stats to Jen. Jen Chick Ruth. She please. wants your statistics so we get the scoring leaders up. Right? Remind everybody again where to send them. J. Chick11 at live.com. Also, Twitter, JChick11. All right. And so. and listen, if you want us to uh, get out and cover some of these games, we have a number of uh, play-by-play people that are that are coming on board. So when I'm off at some Division III uh, college game, you know, Lance Legere uh, is going to come on and do yep. some games, I think. So, uh, you know, let us know. Yeah. If there's a big game coming up, you want the um, NH Sports yep. camera, NHSportsPage.com cameras in the house, right? Yeah. Well, we already confirmed Bedford BG. We're going to so do Bedford BG. Um, but, you know, after Christmas, I'm going to start looking at the schedule. And, uh, you know, I've already been pestering Dave, like, we got to do this game. we got to do that game. And he's like, all right, all right. So <laughs> we're going to get out there. We're going to get those girls on the video. And, yeah, we're going to try to make it just as good as the boys. All right, Jen Shake Ruth and I will be out there at uh, Bedford BG. We've already locked it and committed now. Yeah, now, I, no- I got to tell Dave. <laughs> I'm not doing a boys game you, that night, by the way. <laughs> you you got to tell Jill, so you got to tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Dave's basically like, my husband during the, you know, during the winter. Well, actually, I'll say big brother because yeah. he always calls me a little sister. So. Yeah, it just got weird for a second. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, I think I talked to Dave Haley probably more than Jill during basketball season. So, Well, that's funny because <laughs> when, when my phone rings during basketball season, my wife says, oh, it's your girlfriend, Dave Collick. <laughs> yeah, so we're all married to Dave during <laughs> basketball season. All right, but yeah, that, so like I said, get a hold of Jen. You can find us on Twitter. You know where to find us. So uh, hit us up. Let us know where the good games are going to be at, and we'll, uh, we'll make sure you guys get covered. So, uh, Jen, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you, Justin. All right, we'll see you out there.